Hey bestie. So last week, aka a couple days ago, I shared some advice on how to reinvent yourself for the new year. So I focused on internal ways to reinvent or rebrand yourself for 2024. And those were tips and tricks on how I specifically reinvented myself this past year in 2023 things that were working out for me and these are habits that I'm going to continue into the new year so in this episode I'm going to share my tips on how to glow up externally for 2024 so this covers topics like fitness dental hygiene layering scents just a lot of external physical types of reinvention or glowing up or leveling up So transitioning from what we talked about last time, I do believe that when you do the inner work, it reflects on the outside. You just glow different when you work on yourself. Your outer appearance and hygiene practices also become more important, not in this superficial vein type of a way, but in a way that reflects how you love yourself, how you respect yourself, and how you care for yourself. And the reason why I'm certain I went through a glow up period this year is because of simply how I felt and also how people treated me. So the tips that I'm going to share today are acts of self-care, self-love, self-respect, because I'm taking care of myself, because I love myself to invest in myself. People can see that and they can sense your vibe and energy and naturally they become attracted to you and your aura. So this year I felt so incredibly lucky and I truly believe it's because people saw the investment I was making in myself and that was attractive, that was magnetic. So now let's get into the six main areas of my life that I focused on for my external glow up this past year that worked for me and hopefully they can help for you as well into the new year. The first main section of my life that I want to focus on is fitness and I made a few changes on trying to be more active and moving my body more often. So first, I started walking a lot more. At the beginning half of the year, I was walking at the park pretty consistently around five days a week, and I would try to get 10,000 steps in every time I walked at the park. And I love walking at the park. I love seeing other people, seeing dogs and pets. I love just the park that I walk in because it's so beautiful. They have artwork on the grass and in random parts because it's by a museum. So walking is pretty entertaining and I love listening on podcasts or audiobooks or talking to family or friends on the phone while I'm walking. I also like to walk with friends in person. So walking for me is very enjoyable and it's just a pleasant way to be able to stay active. And as I was reflecting on my lifestyle in the past years, I noticed that I had fallen into such a sedentary lifestyle, so I wanted to just continue walking more. And I really want to be able to get in the benefits of walking, whether that be the intake of vitamin D and sunlight or just seeing other people and moving my body. I know walking is very beneficial for your overall immune health, your overall cardiovascular health, I believe. And walking for a lot of people has been a main source of weight loss. And although that's not my main goal, I just love to walk because it's just this time that I have for myself. 
And like I said, I do other things as well. I multitask while I walk. So it becomes just really enjoyable. I'm doing things I would have already done, but I'm now adding the extra benefit for my health by walking. And another way that I walk more is instead of taking the campus bus, I would just walk to and from my car, which is around 20-25 minutes. So that's already around 40 minutes or so each day that I'm at school. And although I wasn't at school every single day, that's still a good chunk of my day to be walking and be active. So I really tried to maximize how many steps I was taking. I didn't mind parking far. I didn't mind walking up and down the stairs multiple times from my apartment to my car to get the groceries. And another thing I just started doing was using wag to walk dogs so i figured if i'm already walking i'm already listening to podcasts or audiobooks or music i can also multitask even further and walk dogs and get paid for it so wag is a dog walking app where you can become a dog walker or a pet caregiver and you just walk dogs and the dogs i've met have been so incredibly cute and it just gives me such a boost of serotonin so that is the extra bonus of walking and now i have a furry friend with me who can accompany me on my walk and make me smile and i also get paid to do it i want to quickly add that i used to live in a walkable city for undergrad of course, it was a college campus, so it was very easy to get around on foot. So I would walk to class, I would walk to work, I would walk back to my apartment. So I was living a very active life. And when I got to graduate school, I moved to a new state and I was falling into a very sedentary lifestyle. And once it clicked to me that I wasn't as active as it used to be, I decided I wanted to reverse those outcomes and start walking a lot more and continue to stay active as much as possible. My next fitness habit was to stay consistent with a 10-minute yoga mat Pilates workout. So I started doing this at the end of August, beginning September of this year, and I simply just wanted to build a habit. I wanted to develop consistency and discipline when it came to fitness. So I started off with something that was realistic and feasible for me and that was a 10 minute workout, Pilates workout inside my home every day. So there were days that I did miss but for the most part I was pretty consistent and I started to really enjoy doing this workout. There are a lot of benefits to this particular workout, specifically Pilates, but for me, I really wanted to focus on low-intensity workouts. I noticed that my body just did not adapt well to high-intensity workouts. I would turn red, my stomach would cramp, I just could not breathe, and I wanted to honor my body and what my body was comfortable with in terms of movement and exercise, and I wanted to use that to my advantage and find workout routines that were gonna help me achieve certain goals but still respect my body's specific needs so that's why i started this 10 minute ab workout every day was to find a workout that suited my body and suited my goals and on top of that it was a workout that was fairly easy to do i just have a mat at home and you don't really need any equipment 
So how I viewed it was I would rather take a small amount of time in my day every day to work out, move my body, exercise, than a large chunk of my day to exercise. So for example, with the 10 minutes Pilates workout, it was just 10 minutes a day. It was just simply 10 minutes of my time every day. But when you add that up for the entire week, that's a 70 minute Pilates workout, which is pretty much one class or maybe even two classes. But that was a great accomplishment in itself was being consistent and then also realizing when you look at the bigger picture, you're actually exercising more than you think. So when the time comes, I'll probably increase that to a 15 minute Pilates workout every day, maybe even a 20 minute one, but really think about what is realistic and feasible for you. Then within the past couple months, I realized I wanted to be stronger. I wanted to gain muscle. So I was focusing on strength training and that is something that I really enjoy doing. I just get this sense of accomplishment. I feel stronger after lifting weights and I just genuinely began enjoying the gym because I did workouts that I liked, but they also still challenged me. And one thing that I love to do while working out, similar to walking, is to multitask. So I like to listen to podcasts while I'm lifting weights, or I even like to talk on the phone with my family or friends. This one may be distracting for some people, but I still find it to be effective and I'm still moving my body. And the last final tip that I would try to ingrain in my head every day was this phrase, anything worth doing is worth doing badly. So there are some days where you are giving 100% and then there are some days where you feel very tired and groggy and you just don't want to go to the gym but you realize maybe there's some time in your day that you can move your body and maybe usually you give around 80-90% into your workouts but in this particular day, you feel like you can only give 50%. And that's totally fine. And I think you can still work towards your goals, especially your fitness goals, while honoring and respecting your body and understanding when your body needs rest and understanding when your body might work best with a different workout instead of the intense workout that you usually do on the daily. Another example is if you usually work out for an hour, but you are on a time crunch, you have somewhere to be afterwards, then you are probably gonna not work out at all. You might think, oh, you know, I only have 30 minutes, I might as well just relax. But you can really use that time to do a 20 minute workout or a 25 minute workout or just walk outside for a little bit. So just maximizing your time and going back to that quote, anything worth doing is worth doing badly. If fitness and working out and exercising is something that is worth doing for you, it is worth doing badly, whether that be working out for a shorter amount of time than usual or giving less energy if you're particularly tired that day. So those are some of the fitness habits that I started this year to glow up. And now moving on to dental. There are three main habits that I implemented for my dental hygiene. So the first is oil pulling. So some of the benefits of oil pulling include reducing inflammation in the mouth, improving gum health, neutralizing breath and odor in your mouth, and also naturally whitening your teeth. 
So for me, the main benefit that I get from oil pulling is neutralizing my breath and I just feel like my breath just smells a lot better and my mouth overall just feels a lot cleaner. So how I prepare the coconut oil pulling as a daily ritual, first I buy a big jar of coconut oil from Sam's Club, it's about $10, totally worth it and will last a long time. Then you get a baking pan and align it with parchment paper. You get a spoonful of coconut oil and dollop it all over the pan. So you create maybe about 10 drops or 10 spoonfuls of coconut oil. And then you add peppermint essential oil. You add that onto each dollop or spoonful of coconut oil on the parchment paper. You put that in the fridge, let it solidify, and once they have mixed together into one solid form, you take out all of the coconut oil spoonfuls and then place that into a jar and put it in the fridge. That way you have the perfect amount for oil pulling every morning. It's very convenient. You just take a piece out of your fridge, plop it in your mouth and swish it around for 30 minutes every day and it's recommended to oil pull every morning first thing in the morning um, and I like to do that while I'm doing my business on the toilet so I will put it first thing in my mouth do my business in the toilet wash my face and do some skincare things like that and then once I'm done with all of that the 30 minutes is up Going off of just building habits and being consistent, oil pulling has been one of those things and I love doing it because it's again something that is investing in me and my health and for me I really want to take care of my teeth as best as possible because maintaining dental health is pretty pricey and you know I'm turning 26 so I'm not gonna have my dad's insurance anymore and I did go to the dentist this past summer I had some cavities and that was sort of a wake-up call for me to just really take care of my teeth and that's also why I started to develop a better habit of flossing so I'm really not the best flosser I just hated doing it I didn't like the string floss and that's usually what my family had in the house and now I totally just love the string floss and I'm so consistent with it I love to floss and I want to get coconut floss because I hear that regular traditional floss just doesn't have healthy ingredients in it that's lined on the actual like thread or string so i just wanted to make sure that in the future i also am able to invest in high quality floss and then on top of that i also began tongue scraping so i was watching a lot of youtube videos on hygiene routines and everyone was raving about tongue scrapers so i bought a set of tongue scrapers from tj maxx that came in a pack of two and i use it every night i love my tongue scraper because it really works well at getting the gunk off of your tongue and one of my main goals was just to have better smelling breath and tongue scrapers really do the job it just scrapes off all the gunk on your tongue so it doesn't linger in your mouth i would recommend getting the metal tongue scraper you can get it from tj maxx or marshall's i think also maybe target or walmart but i have just enjoyed tongue scraping and it really has leveled up my dental hygiene 
Now moving on to my body care tips and habits. The first thing I would suggest doing is finding a signature scent and routine. So for me, I love vanilla. I fell in love with vanilla scents this fall and I just want to wear vanilla all day, every day, all throughout the year, even in the summer, even in the spring, not just in the colder months. But I love and adore my vanilla routine and there are specific vanilla products that I want to highlight but I'll probably make an episode or talk to you in another day about my vanilla products and that will be much more in depth but the products that I want to shout out right now are the native sugar cookie deodorant, the EOS body lotion in vanilla cashmere and the Billie Eilish perfume, the original one. I don't know what the name is called, but it's just the one in the bronze colored um, bottle. And then the Le Monde Gourmand Creme Brulee scent. I love those products. Those are my favorite products to smell warm and cozy and vanilla gourmand to smell like a vanilla cupcake. I just love smelling edible. One of my favorite compliments is you smell so good and I think that is such a flex to smell good and I love to smell myself. Randomly, I will just sniff myself, my clothes, my wrists, my arms and I just think to myself, wow, I smell so good and I love that I can truly just enjoy and appreciate how I smell all for myself. Now, a huge game changer for me this year was discovering glycolic acid for your armpits. So glycolic acid on your armpits removes odor for up to 24 hours. So people were starting to rave about this on TikTok and on YouTube to be odorless in your armpits with glycolic acid. So some people transfer glycolic acid into a spray bottle. That's what I do. And after I shower, I just spray it on my armpits. That way in the next morning, I'm completely odorless and odorless for the entire day. And what I like to do is I like to layer with a natural deodorant, an aluminum-free deodorant. So I have double the protection and then this extra layer of scent. And that could be my native sugar cookie deodorant and smell like a sugar cookie or a shea butter deodorant or a rosy deodorant. But I will say I made a mistake by using it every day and you're not supposed to use glycolic acid every day on any area of your skin. So I made that mistake at the beginning half of the year and then I kind of took like a break and then I started just incorporating it every few days of the week when I know I'm going to be sweating a lot, whether that be because of a workout or maybe a hike or I'm going to be out all day. So I'll make sure to apply it the night before after I take my shower. And on top of that, I do believe it lightened my armpits. I do believe it helped with ingrown hairs and I'm going to try using glycolic acid for my scalp to remove any gunk. So I also was really into Brazilian waxes and I think it really reduces ingrown hairs because the moment I shaved once this year, I just developed the worst ingrown hair and I just regretted it and I thought to myself, why did I do this? I usually get Brazilian waxes but then I just decided to shave down there and it was a huge mistake and now I have a little bit of a dark spot in that area where that ingrown hair was. So 
I'm just gonna stick to Brazilian waxes and I will die on that hill and continue to get a Brazilian wax. And lastly, in the body care section, I'm gonna include this last tip was to get French tip toenails. I just love the look of French tip toenails and a lot of people like to promote this idea of having natural looking nails or going for a more natural color so that when it grows out, it's not as noticeable and it's just very classic and timeless and it goes with so many different outfits. So I definitely would agree with that, especially with my French tip toenails. I just loved having that in the summer when I would wear open toed shoes. Now moving on to my skincare tips. So these are some habits that I implemented into my skincare routine that I think helped me to glow up. So we'll start off with gua shaing. And if you don't know what gua sha is, it's basically a face tool that relaxes your face muscles and is also said to reshape your face. And I'm not sure if it did the latter, but for the former, it was very relaxing for me. I love gua sha in the morning. It's just part of my morning ritual. I use a cleanser and then use that as sort of my slip so that I could easily glide the gua sha on my face. But people like to use a face oil or a serum and that allows them to get that slippery texture for the gua sha but i just like to use my cleanser so i love to do that in the morning it's so relax relaxing and it just feels like i'm in a spa when it comes to products i would definitely recommend the barrier ceramide serum by coco kind you can get this at target it has this milky consistency but basically what this product does is to repair your skin barrier so if you use a lot of products that were irritating for your skin maybe a lot of acids or maybe even like a retinol then your skin is probably suffering a ton from redness irritation and inflammation so using a barrier serum can really repair the damage done by those products or maybe use a bunch of new products so it absorbs in the skin really well because of its consistency i'm pretty sure the ingredients are also pretty clean and for me it really helps to repair my irritated skin because this year i was trying so many new skincare products because i was freaking out at how my skin was changing so rapidly after getting off of birth control I'm running out of my first bottle soon, but I already have a backup because I love it that much. The next thing is to use SPF every day. This is probably the first year of my life where I was so consistent with SPF every day. And the one that I love to use is the Innisfree one. It's only about $16 at Sephora, which is very affordable. And then I also really enjoyed using the Trader Joe's one. It's a dupe for the Super Goop sunscreen. And then I also was using occasionally the Shiseido sunscreen stick, but I wouldn't use a sunscreen stick again. I don't know, I just didn't like the idea of rubbing it on my face anymore. At first it was great for traveling, but now I just don't want to use it anymore. I don't know, I just feel like I prefer the liquid form. And my last probably holy grail skincare item, I'm gonna include this into skincare, is my lash serum. And I started using a lash serum in August, I believe, or September. And I used the Therese and Honor Lash Serum it's in a blue bottle it's from amazon and it's very affordable i think it was only around 22 25 dollars and 
it's grown my lashes so much and I honestly feel so pretty with my long and wispy lashes. I was never the type to get lash extensions because I feel like it just doesn't suit me and I just wanted more of like a natural look and I think a lash serum was my answer. It is so amazing and my lashes look thicker as well. I've used lash serums before and I didn't like the one that I used in the past. It was also more expensive. It was double the price. It was from Ulta and I think it was called like Rapid Lash or something like that and it was in this gray purple container but I do not recommend that one. The thing about lash serum though is that it'll grow the hair underneath your eyes so you kind of have to like shave it or tweeze it using one of those face razors um, but I don't mind that because my lashes look amazing. Whenever I FaceTime my sister or my friends they always think like I look glowy or look like I'm wearing makeup but I'm really not. All I do is add some aquaphor onto my lashes which is not makeup it is just pretty much Vaseline um, and then you curl your lashes and it lasts all day long and it looks so beautiful and wispy. For me, having lashes just makes me feel more confident. Having long lashes just makes me feel so feminine and put together even though I just woke up and that's naturally how I look now. So I just love my lash serum so much. I got my friends to get it as well. So now we're on this journey of growing our lashes. And the next section I want to focus on is hair care. So first I started using satin pillowcases. I got mine from Marshalls, I believe, and this helps reduce breakage while you sleep. And you know, when you sleep, you move around a lot and it can create split ends and frizzy hair. So I wanted to reduce as much breakage as possible and keep my hair healthy. So I switched to satin pillowcases. And on top of that, it's just so relaxing to sleep on a satin pillowcase. I just love the feeling much better on my head than a cotton pillowcase. And I also started to incorporate microfiber hair wraps into my hair care routine. So to dry my hair instead of using a towel, I love to use a microfiber hair wrap or towel to reduce frizz and also breakage as well. I just wanted to make these micro changes even though it's as small as a pillowcase or a hair wrap. I just feel like I'm working towards a specific goal which is to have healthy hair overall. Then the last hair care tip is to use a scalp massager. So I love my scalp massager. My sister got it for me. I believe she got it from TJ Maxx. But basically a scalp massager is a tool that helps circulate blood flow on your scalp, which promotes healthy hair growth. It's also just such a relaxing feeling to get basically a head massage. So you just use a scalp massager, massage it into your scalp, and you can also add in oils to your scalp or any products that are specific to your scalp and just use the scalp massager to be able to work that product into your scalp. You see a lot of growth on my scalp or my head overall and I do believe a lot of that has to do with the scalp massager and just making all these small changes to my hair care routine and I see a significant amount of growth in my hair and I really hope when it continues to grow it stays healthy as I continue to implement these hair care habits. 
The sixth and final section that I want to cover is fashion. So when it came to glowing up this year, I think fashion is so important. I bought significantly less clothes this year and I really focused on using the clothes in my closet. So I really spent the past couple of years curating a closet that matches my vibe and my personality. So clothes that I felt comfortable and confident in, clothes that make me feel good, but clothes that are also sourced ethically. So I got a lot of my clothes from thrift stores, flea markets, estate sales, depop, so just secondhand clothing overall because those are values that are really important to me. I do not support fast fashion anymore. I used to be addicted to fast fashion consumption and I would just over consume but to me that has just become such an ick and I just don't want to buy any fast fashion. I do understand there might be moments where I would need it if I don't know I completely ruin my outfit and I have to like replace it on the spot but I find with thrifted or secondhand clothing my outfits are so unique and personal to me and I'm more likely to cherish it because these are one-of-a-kind items that you're just not gonna see anywhere you can't replace it as easily one of my favorite thrift stores in North Carolina is called rumors and I love it because you can shop from their Instagram stories although I don't have Instagram I used to use that feature where I would just swipe up in the stories and ask if I could purchase it and they would reserve it for me to pick up and then I also just love that store in general because they support many different minority communities, BIPOC, LGBTQ communities, and they tend to donate to specific organizations as well. But one thing I really love about that thrift store is that it offers a lot of trendy pieces. It's not your traditional Goodwill or Salvation Army. It's so colorful and fun, and they have a lot of trendy things. I found a lot of cute denim skirts from there. I found cute boots. There's Doc Martens there. There are specific branded items there. I also love to sell my items to rumors. So the thrift store, I like to sell my items and get store credit and just get new clothes without actually spending more money. I feel like the pieces of clothing that I bought this year were very intentional and I truly love and adore those clothing pieces and I'm so excited to continue wearing them into the new year. So I guess what I'm trying to say with this fashion tip is to be very intentional with what clothing items you choose to purchase and also think about the wider repercussions of the clothing that you do choose to buy and where you're buying it from. So those were all of my tips on how to glow up for the new year. These were habits that I implemented into my life this past year in 2023 that I feel like really helped me to glow up and level up my entire life. And I hope they work for you as well. And I'll see you next time, bestie. Bye!